Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to part two of this week's Clash of the Titles, the podcast that pits two movies with loads in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. And we spent Monday's episode as Queen almost sang, we were waiting for the hammer and fall in child's play, which means today more Dementia doll action has improved tech on and off screen, makes for an even more adept territory in 2022's <clears throat> Megan. Katie, you lost your parents. Welcome home. You're my niece. I'm going to do everything I can to make this place feel like home. I have this project at work. Do you want to see? Yes. Ever since I was little, I dreamed of this perfect toy that would protect a kid from ever feeling lonely or sad. This is Megan. Hi, Megan. I'm Katie. It's nice to meet you, Katie. Do you want to hang out? So which film in this week's Killer Doll Carnage will be victorious? We'll have a winner at the end of the show, so let's get it on. Welcome to Clash of the Titles. Release the Kraken. Hello, Clash Butters. I want you to remember this is the moment we kicked Hasbro in the dick. <laughs> I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crumpton. Are you all right, Alex? I'm Chris Tilly. So <laughs> worth it. You know, when I wrote that Queen thing, I was like, that, that's going to fly. Nailed it. <laughs> Absolutely nailed it. Doesn't need a rewrite. Do you, don't, do you know what? Don't even reread don't look it. At it. Don't reread it before You'll the wreck show. It. Uh, just because in the moment, you just got to le- lean into it in the moment. So definitely, definitely a, <clears> a good. <throat> Good session. Welcome to Clash World. Uh, oh, did you did you Honestly. have a drink at a little break? Did you just knock back some tequila or something? Are you drunk? Uh, just give me a moment. The okay. Queen thing's really shaken me. It's, it's made me doubt 
everything. Are you all right? I, I'm um, having a bit of a moment. Okay. I, I, honestly, I really felt that Queen thing was just going to be like, oh. Well, I got oh, it. <laughs> yeah. But but it hasn't. And, and so I'm just, uh, I'm back in the game now. Here we go. So welcome, Class Borders, to part two of Charles Play versus Megan. As you well know, by the end of the show, we'll declare which is the better film in the verdict. But before we get into Megan, it's our regular dip into the digital mailbag and a review from one of you, read by Chris Tilly, a.k.a. A Chris Tilly. This comes from Emily in Leamington Spa, and Hello. it's a revised review. Uh, Emily writes, uh, these guys are so great. I love the format and so enjoy doing my movie watching homework. We've had some gems lately, under siege notwithstanding. <laughs> what? Now, uh, can I just confess? I don't know what notwithstanding means. I honestly don't. I say it all the time. I'm like, well, obviously notwithstanding. I don't know. She's saying it's not a gem. Because notwithstanding means not. Yeah. Honestly, yes. Because well, I, no, I no, used no, to like, can, I, can I go back to the review? Was like, when I used to do contracts, when I was an agent, not oh great, oh this sounds contracts, good. Right? And I don't know what it means, so it'd be like format right, something, something, something notwithstanding. And I thought I knew what it meant, and then I would sign it. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I'm just saying, people have lost a lot of money because I don't know what notwithstanding no. means. <laughs> great. That's it. That's the story. Your clients are still out there. Your former yeah. clients, and they're going. They're peddlers now. <laughs> <laughs> they're the peddlers. <laughs> peddlers. Uh, Emily writes, it's always a pleasure to revisit films I thought I knew so well, as well as being introduced to things I'd missed. The presenters are great. I love hearing their different takes on things. Sometimes all three of them are just wrong, but I can't be bothered to tweet and correct them. Uh, <laughs> never happened. Uh, I look forward to my walk back to work and back on Mondays and Thursdays more than on any other day of the week. And Chris, I also enjoy the Rick James, Charlie Murphy, Dave Chappelle skit. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> it really is. Great stuff. Thank, Thank you, you, Emily. Emily from Lovely. And spa right then <laughs> on monday chris was doing what the voodoo who do what you don't dare do people covering child's play which means today vicky is giving us an earful v takes on a journey <laughs> Gemma loves old toys and not kids and isn't that keen on her own sister barely unable to squeeze out any serious tears after a sibling is totaled by a snow truck so imagine how Gemma feels when she inherits her sister's kid. What a child-sized nightmare. <laughs> Luckily, Gemma has a new toy for Katie to play with, also a child-sized nightmare, Megan, who sounds a little bitchy at first, like, ew, I like your jacket, or whatever, <laughs> but then turns out to be the best friend you could ever wish for, who's 100% got your back and always has time for you, because your Aunt Gemma is too busy watching TV in her weirdly sterile house and not double-checking that the most advanced AI the world has ever seen won't get attacked by an evil dog and then become activated into a killing machine but only of bad people because of tiktok actually but more on that later because this film is really about screen time which as we all know makes you a derelict parent and now it will get bad neighbors and trainee rapists killed and apparently that's a bad thing <laughs> and Gemma's like unilaterally agreed it's bad without even consulting megan which is rude and then megan offers to take katie off her hands forever and an i can do this parenting thing with my incredibly lifelike eyes closed and you can't so fuck off and unbelievably Gemma doesn't snap her hand off at this amazing deal because she's been guilt tripped into loving katie after katie slaps her which says more about Gemma's value system than anything else in this entire film. And then in a jealous rage, disguised as a fight with a doll, Gemma turns Katie against the only friend she's really got in this world and makes her kill Megan with a rip-off Iron Man because Gemma is the real villain of this piece and I look forward to seeing her demise at the hands hands of her Alexa in the sequel. Anyone who says hallway light with a straight face has to go. <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah. she is a 
real piece of work. Oh, we're all agreed. Yeah, yeah, we're all agreed. Megan's the hero. Gemma's the villain. Um, <laughs> Job done. Yeah, so, so, so oh, you're, saying, you're saying she can't. You can't imagine why she didn't take the offer. The offer was to put her in palliative care, wasn't it? That's late. Okay. At first, she's like, guys, she's like, I've got this. Why don't you just fuck off back to your career and I can be the mum that you can't? You'd be like, yep, okay, cool, no problem. <laughs> Um, this is the first time I've seen wait, it. Wait, I is was... it Katie? I called her Katie on Monday. Oh, it's, it's Katie. Katie, yeah. Katie okay. C-A-D-I. 100%. Yeah. Good. That's great. I just needed to check. You needed to check. After the Queen thing, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm really doubling down on all my notes. Okay. I didn't check because it's not my movie, so I thought they were just saying Katie in an American accent, you know, because <laughs> Katie in American sounds like Katie. Oh, okay. He's right. Okay. Is he? Okay, great. Uh, uh, right. Yes. <laughs> so... Not going to let that go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am definitely right. right Katie in an American accent sounds like Katie. Hey, Katie. It okay. does. All right. Uh, when did Katie. you go to the cinema? Is that an impression of me? <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have to start again. <laughs> Scratch that, Nikki. Yeah. Do Scratch. the Queen bit again. Yeah. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, ow. You know, you know I was, I'm vulnerable. Come on. Come I'm on. sorry. All right, let's do this. Uh, this is my first time watch. I didn't go to the pictures to see it. Uh, I wanted to. But it's just not quite the right. It's a Blumhouse thing. It's all right on the telly, basically. So I waited. What about you? Uh, this was my second watch. I watched it shortly after it arrived in home video, uh, or whatever you call that now. I don't really know anymore. But uh, I watched it on that, and I loved it. And then watching it this time, I was like, uh-oh, I know what I'm going as for Halloween. <laughs> oh, my God, you're shocked. I've literally just bought the costume. Have you no, seen the you pictures can't, of you Jason can't, Blum? You can't, because everyone's going to go as Megan. I don't mind. I, I'm literally, <sighs> I think I'm going to be the best sick. Megan. I'm Did you buy the, the costume ready you know, made? Because I said that, I was like, oh, I've made a mistake. Everyone's going to go as Megan. Everyone's going to go as fucking Barbie. Barbie. Hi, Barbie. That's what everyone's going to go as. Hi, Barbie. Did you buy the costume ready-made or did you piece it together from different costumiers? As in her, like, frock coat uh, or is, and the tie? The frock what? and the bow tie yeah. from one place. Uh-huh. The leggings and the shoes are from oh, another. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, actually, God I, did you get Mary Jane shoes? You know, they're hot as shit right now. They're so hard to get. Oh, really? Yeah, 100%. I've actually had them for about three years. Oh, they, but you like heels. All right. No, no. yeah, they've got heels on. No, no, I need, I need a flat shoe. Carry oh, on. Go, okay. go, go. Yeah. And also, they're for men. <laughs> <laughs> are they? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... You don't wear women... Oh, okay. How Fair do... enough, yeah. That's because of the women size. Women have yeah. smaller feet. Yeah, but not all women. What size are your feet? It's very... Like 10, 10 and a half. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. 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 Sorry, carry yeah. on. Where were we? Uh, Chris, when I did you I think you've smelt cinema? blood because of the Queen joke and you're not going to let me get away with anything <laughs> on this episode. Blood. That's such a funny <laughs> way of putting it. Honestly, it. it's like there's blood in the water and she's circling. There are all kinds of sharks in the water, you know? Oh, that's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, sorry, Chris, when did you review this film for work? I missed this in the cinema. So, I mean, from the time I watched the first trailer, I knew we would one day do this on Clash you of the Titles. You showed me in the pub. That was, yeah, yeah. It was one I was of so those excited. that you were like, watch this. I was so yeah, excited. It was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't, from my mate Chris, who you both met, he was he works for university. He's in the marketing department. He's part of the team that did such amazing things with this <laughs> oh, film. But he, he was telling me super early doors, like, this is going to be one to watch. Yeah. So, yeah, once I knew we were going to do it on the podcast, which was from us, when I saw that trailer, yeah. um, I didn't want to watch it twice. So I've been waiting. Oh, wow. I've been waiting for this moment. So this was a first watch for me. Rare, that is so exciting, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's fantastic. All right, well, the hit, this is a little bit about it, although, Chris, you probably know more. So, James Wan brings the idea of AI gone wrong, a killer doll, to Blumhouse. Blumhouse being who they are, go, yep, yeah, no problem. Let's make it cheap and we'll just make a ton of money together. 
Um, so as per that business model, what you do is you get a rising star director. They've got Gerard Johnston. Hayden. Oh, yes, I know him as well. Do you? Because like, I've been going on about Housebound ever since I met you guys. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah, yeah I have, really yeah. want to watch it. It's so good. It's so good. Um, yeah. yeah, he's great. And he's so good at Housebound when you watch it is that perfect marriage of comedy and horror. Yes. And I think this, I think Megan is really well directed. It looks so expensive and it was mm-hmm. $12 million. That's not a lot of money. Uh, so he's going to direct a script by Akila Cooper. Now, the thing I want to talk about is Megan, particularly the Uncanny Valley and and TikTok. So, Megan, a mix of puppets, an animatronic mask, and a just an unbelievably talented 10-year-old at the time actor and dancer called Amy Donald, and then Megan's voice by Jenna Davis. Everyone making Megan is just, I think it's, I think Megan is amazing. So she's meant to look almost real to freak you out. They mess around in the film with the Uncanny Valley thing. When they put, when Gemma puts the mask on Bruce, mm. is it called Bruce, the sort of Iron Man mm-hmm. thing that she's yeah. made? That's what I keep talking about. With the Uncanny Valley, if I drew two dots and a smile on a napkin, you would empathise with that more than you would with Megan because she's too real but not real. So mm. the valley is where you, something becomes too real and your like empathy like dips off. Mm. And then at the top end of the valley is like a human being. But putting goggles on that, Bruce thing, you're like, oh, it's cute. And the little Alexa thing, the Elsie, perfect. I just, I love all of that. Um, but anyway, Megan is meant to look almost real to freak you out because um, she's on this real body. And so Amy Donald as a dancer has got all that fluidity. And then the not realness of Megan's face is just terrifying. So close to real, but not real. I think it's amazing. But I want to talk about the dance, right? So you showed me, Chris, the trailer for Megan because you were like, watch this. And you mm. didn't mean the film, you meant the dance. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, god why is this a thing mm. what is this and then that tiktok um the sorry the hashtag megan dance goes absolutely bananas right mm. it's like 900 million views or something ridiculous so then because it wasn't going to be in the trailer that's the thing gerard johnson didn't want it to be in the trailer because it is a weird moment in the film it takes you out the film doesn't yep. really make any sense it looks awesome mm-hmm. but it makes no sense so he didn't want it in the trailer I think it makes sense do you think so I think she's having fun. I think she's not just a killer doll like, I'm evil and I'm going to kill. She's in taunting David. It's she's so good. Just, I don't know. I she's don't know. about it's, to do her But, but Vicky's talking specifically about the trailer. Mm. And, and it is a strange thing. You, you're suddenly thinking, oh, is this a broad comedy? Like, yeah. it does, it, it changes the tone of that trailer really quickly. Yes. Because it buttons it and it's such a weird thing mm. to end on. It can kind of infect your, you know. Your and it might change the... your expectations for the film, which is, you know, sometimes the marketing team might want you they want you in there at any cost. The yeah. director wants you coming in because... To watch his horror yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. So they recut the film because TikTok is obviously teenagers and they want teenagers to be able to go and see the film because they've driven this giant... It's gone viral. Mm. Wouldn't it be a shame if they couldn't go and see the film that they're pushing so hard on socials? So they recut it, they take out, they lower the body count, it just becomes a lot less grisly. Yeah. And so our horror... F- well, they are, because I read about it. Horror fans are upset because it plays really young. But it, I get it. Like it's just an amazing marketing thing about we're going to redo the film because this has gone through the roof. I just I got an interview from Akila Cooper um, who was asked about what was in the version before it got trimmed down, and she says overall there were a lot more curse words explicitly put back in, a little bit more blood. I know Brandon's ear tearing scene is a lot longer, and when David dies, he gets the full knife through the chest. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. Well, well, she wrote a straight horror film. Yeah. It was Gerard. Johnston, as I say, if you watch anything that he's done, there's humour all through it. He's the one that changed the tone of this film. 
He brought the humour. There's sort of a New Zealand sensibility to some of the more weird jokes. You know, there's a cop that shows up, laughs about the year, and you're like, that's a bit off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, that, it's that kind of off thing that we get from New Zealand. <clears throat> um, so she said he enhanced it, he changed sensibility, but he improved it. But as you say, the um, he was shooting an R-rated movie, and the editor, Jeff McAvoy, said that even during the shoot, he was saying to Universal, do you want me to shoot two versions of this in case you want a PG-13 version? And they said no. I said, no, we are doing the R-rated version. So there were seven fucks in, <laughs> with, in what he shot. And so then, of course, once the TikTok thing happens, uh, as, the, as the editor put it, Universal asks, we're just wondering... What would a PG-13 version look like? And you have to pretend you're like, oh my God, that's such a good idea, actually. I wish I'd thought of but that. But because they were morphing um, Megan's mouth so much, it was quite easy to morph the actor's mouth sometimes when they're saying the fucks mm. to change it. So you're, you're not seeing it, but there's morphed mouths happening here wow. to remove all the fucks. So there's only one... F word in the film and it's said by a child, um, but yeah. And then they gave in the budget. They said, "Look, we've we've screwed up here. Here's the budget to go and shoot pickup shots." And it was largely it's what you said. It was like it was really turning the camera away a lot. Mm. But yeah. he said, well, "The great thing is when they give you that, you can finesse the film and improve it because if there's any little thing, yes, you can go in and fix it." So honestly, they were all happy. And I think mm. it, I think it's fine that this is a PG thirteen movie. Yeah. It certainly doesn't upset me as a horror fan. No, not at all. And the more the merrier. It's worth it because I. Was I don't. I haven't seen Annabelle. Like I'm not that bothered. But the TikTok dance was like I cannot wait to see this because it's that is so odd. I just I think yes. And the other thing, sorry, the other thing the editor said was that when you read the script, the sass wasn't on the page, right? And that's what the director brought to it, and that's what they increased as they went along. Where as you find the film in the shoot and then in the edit, the more sassy Megan is, the more people are liking this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, the voice works amazing. Like she is, I just like, you know, it's such a self-reflective thing. But when she says to the kid Brandon, "This is the part where you run," that's leaning into all you know, teen movies, horror movies. Yes. She's self referencing those movies because she knows she's in a horror film yeah I, I kind I mean, of with that I kind of wish there was a scene earlier of her. obviously she's got, she's AI so she could, she's got it all in her head yeah. but I'd like to have her watching a scary movie or something yeah. because <laughs> so she's being influenced good change good change yeah, yeah. I, oh, I've I do, got a better change I do think the sass the sass is great and it's really funny yeah but it is sort of, it goes against the logic of the film ever so slightly like when Gemma goes turn off Megan and Megan goes are you sure? Yeah. And you're like, that AI is out of control at that point. <laughs> yeah. If the command turn off is met with, are you sure? Then you're fucked. Isn't she yeah. out of control the first time she wears sunglasses? <laughs> oh, yeah. Why is she wearing sunglasses? But that they know what film they're making. Yeah. She, a robot doesn't need to wear sunglasses. She looks awesome. But she's oh, wearing God, them. That coat and that sunglasses. Oh, God. I, that's what I need to get as well for you Halloween. You need to get those round sunglasses, oh. definitely. Um, I need to learn the dance is what I need to learn. Do you think learn. you could? I think so. Oh, my God, I think you could. I think I could as well. I would love that. Happy You Halloween, don't have to everyone. do the flip because that's mad. No, I'm but, not doing the fucking but flip. But just the... You can do that. Jason Blum, when he dressed up as Megan... He had shorter people, uh, women either side of him, dressed as Megan. He was like a giant Megan around normal <laughs> Megans. We could be your normal size Megans. Yeah! Oh my god, do it! It's he looks incredible because he's he's got a lot of makeup on as well to obviously like hide his beard and whatever. And he, but she's got flawless like skin and she's just got this perfect matte lipstick. I can sort you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look better than that. <laughs> you think? Yeah. 
Um, uh, Megan in the woods running on all fours. Uh, that's in there because Amy Donald can do that. Like it wasn't. Right. They weren't like, oh, Megan needs to run on all fours like a beast. They just saw Amy do that in the vi- in the video that her mum sent to Gerard Johnson. and was like, cool. Congratulations, casting director. Oh God, yeah. It's just it's, this kid is unbelievable. Uh, like I said, budget twelve million, made one eight one million. This business model is just unreal. Like I'm sick with jealousy mm. over it. Like they can't fuck up. Like <laughs> if you're only spending twelve million. So what? Do you know what I mean? Let's well, see what happens. Here's what we talked about on the uh, Get Out episode where, you know, Jordan Peele's original Get Out script was, you know, twice the budget. It came to Blumhouse. Blumhouse went, look, we're going to basically, if we halve the budget, we'll make this with you. Yeah. And there this is how we do it. They can fuck up, though, massively, but the wins help yes. paper over the cracks of the defeats because a film we would really like to do, if anyone's got any ideas, please message us, is Malignant. Yeah. Written by Keela <sighs> Cooper, directed by James Wan. It made less than it cost did it and that's not factoring in marketing uh, and it got i think it got bad reviews as well but certainly alex and i the first time she said this film's fantastic it's mm. just and they're leaning they lean into that tone more with with megan it's it, i i think i really enjoyed it as well because of anti-hype you know when you go and see a movie that everyone's yeah. going this is amazing, it's amazing and you go eh, it was all right this i i was walk, i was like i'll put it on i don't know what, I mean, what else am i gonna watch tonight put malignant on expecting shit and was like this is fucking phenomenal oh, yeah. really? we will get there we'll Bat get there shit okay any more no no all right so let's meet perpetual pets oh hello <laughs> what a way to start a movie fantastic it's edgy because it can alienate someone who doesn't know what they're getting themselves into but it works so well yeah. because it's so brilliantly done sets the tone mm. one of the pets has got that pedo camera like that barbie has yeah. that we remember from and the farts just farts and poos kids love it I, the only bit that's sort of i i hate to say you can't have a you can't have a kid's toy advert where the kid's toy says amazeballs i think that's <laughs> i obviously, Bit. That's yeah, but I don't think I think Amazeballs is still balls. It's still like I think it's still a swear for a kid's toy. I don't. No, um, no. no. But I think you need to stop so, being such a prude. Yeah, that's such a wow. weird thing. Thank God I don't have kids. They'd yeah. be really square. <laughs> Amazeballs is too rude for my kids. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I. I thought Amaze Balls was unacceptable. It's not. Okay. But that's so interesting that you think that. I th- but, it's, but the balls are like testicles in that sentence. Yeah, no. Oh, that's why then. I don't think so. I've I've only ever heard it when people were looking About, at my balls. Ah, that's, yeah. See, that's the confusion. Right. There you go. Because they're so huge. <laughs> <laughs> someone has gone like, what? Yeah, it's like the scene in Van Wilder where their balls float to the top. What of would it. make balls amazing? Question. Genuinely asking size? Uh, no, because that's a medical issue. I think you need Shaving. to. Them. I think you probably need Not to listen. <laughs> no, no shaving them. Oh, so they're spiky? A guy who I used to work with at a bar in Leeds, he says, he told me he shaved his balls, uh, but he used the expression that uh, once you have a silk purse, you never go back. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Mickey, we don't need you contradicting what Kim said, which is uh, on this podcast, which is testicles are beautiful as is. Of course they are. Yeah. But what would make them amazing? A silk purse. <laughs> Shaving them, silk purse. Such a delicate part. So, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, right, yeah, correct. Mo- mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> you got, well, you could do that because you've got enough hair on your body to do that. I don't. There's not enough hair. You'll, you'll see when we're on holiday together. <laughs> I look forward to hearing all about that. Chris and I are going on holiday together. Well, I'm not, but I'll be working. But we're sleeping together. This is a great start, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, it is. 
I'm, I'm sure this conversation won't make us feel awkward when I, we're I, 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 I texted him two days ago to say you're not allowed in my room mm. are you going to do and I sent, shopping I sent him a, I sent him emojis of knives and a blood <laughs> are you going to do a food order together you're not going to argue about who's yeah, making we'll dinner food. we'll get food well, what are these, uh, these, these what are they called again chips and queso chips that's and all queso. we're eating okay. it's, it sounds amazing chips and cheese but a special queso cheese that does sound good what is it again Queso. It's Mexican yeah. cheese. Just but hot what, cheese. Right, hot cheese. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but, but hot spice. Spicy hot cheese. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not it's heat, a little spice. Not it's a little heated spice. up cheese. It's a little spice. <laughs> not heated up cheese. Not just cheese that's been left all right. out. Megan, come on. Megan, right, anyway, Katie's pet. Katie's pet farts all the time, but not when her parents are getting smashed to pieces in a car accident, <laughs> which is handy. I love this car accident. I know it's coming. I know Katie is orphaned, but it still took me by surprise enough. Yeah, it's funny as well. We need one of those snowplows to come along. <laughs> So, then we're going to meet willowy and beautiful Alison Williams as Gemma. But more importantly, we're going to meet, in the name of my Christ, a sort of Megan. Uh, boss Ronnie Cheng as David wants simpler toys, but John, uh, Gemma's made the Model 3 generative Android hmm. Mithrigan. A big, big swing to use $100,000 of company money secretly. It doesn't sound like that much. No, it's not much. I, I think it, she should have been using a, a couple million, of million or yeah. something. A hundred grand. A hundred grand like, for, like Christmas party. For the biggest toy company in but the yeah. world. And something you've been explicitly told not to do. You've basically still stolen a six-figure sum know, of money. A, she's about a brilliant. 10 quid. It's about 10 quid in that world. Yeah, she's right. a genius, you Right. Um, I think it's a weird number they picked. But, I do too. Mm. So Megan's head explodes, but that doesn't matter because Gemma can knock another one up in about a week. But before all that, she's going to inherit Katie. And she's rubbish at being a mum. Mm. Katie can't play with the toys, they're collectibles. She's a neat freak. She doesn't have books. I noticed that. She doesn't she have downloads, any... She downloads a book. It's yeah. just She's but so no, connected to technology. Why did she say, I need to... Up- I need to refresh the app or something. Like her app doesn't quite do the book. Does she not read at all? Like I didn't get that. What that was meant to say. I think it was just making it an awkward, silent moment. Oh, and, and just, but also seeing how reliant she is on technology that she right. can't do anything in between the updates. Got it. Do you? I, I did think when I saw the collectibles. I thought I bet Chris has some collectibles. Do you have collectibles? Collectible toys that are still in their box? Not many. Okay. I tend to play with my toys. I've still got my Karate Kid toys from 84. Well, I always brought... thought you would have stuff like that. I have got an original Indiana Jones action man from, in a box. Uh, from the original release in the 80s in a box. But, but did you buy it now in the modern era? Yes, I bought it yeah, in a shop called I don't Mandrake really, in Tokyo. I don't really do that. Mm. No, I don't get it. I don't. I mean, it's got a few kids. posters. Yeah. yeah One of the. Great... A great Don't Look Now poster. Mm. Yeah. Uh, one of my children found out that a little Lego minifigure that they bought for £2 in a market is worth £60. So he's very, that's, very pleased with himself. Good. He's going to sell it. Yeah. Not going to hang on to it. Good for him. Right. So where are we? Uh, Megan, we meet Bruce. That's the Uncanny Valley theory. And then Gemma is inspired to make proper Megan. Who's creepy and graceful, and as you said, she's going to kick Hasbro in the dick. <laughs> I love she, that. She is the Oppenheimer of this movie, she isn't is, she? Yeah. She's creating a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, love that. Um, I, I think Alison Williams is great in everything. Yeah, me too. Um, obviously, one of the great performances of all time in Get Out. Yeah, yep. I would say. And here, um, this editor I, I spoke about, John McAvoy, he was comparing her performance and, and her, what influenced it. Um, Elizabeth Holmes. 
Oh, okay. Which I think is really interesting. The emotionally vacant genius. <laughs> uh, he also mentioned Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. But these people who are changing the world, yeah. but there's something strange about them socially that they can't really interact. Yeah, yeah. She's re- she's perfect. Um, and I wasn't expecting this, but once Gemma pairs Megan with Katie. The point of Megan is to do the repetitive stuff that parents have to do. I wasn't expecting that. I thought you've got these dual sort of motivations, which is Katie needs a friend because she's in grief. But also I wasn't expecting Gemma gets out of doing the parenting. I thought that maybe Gemma would be pushed out of parenting, which she will be eventually. But the that little montage bit where they're like parents say the same six or seven phrases a hundred times a day or whatever. And the little button on... Um, Katie flushed the toilet. It's like, oh my god, that's so that's such a clever thing to do. Mm. I mean, you know, Katie is eight years old and doesn't know to flush the toilet or wash her hands. Sometimes that's kids gross, go yeah. through weird phases, though. I think. I mean, not basic hygiene, not not flushing the toilet. They Did you not? I'm pretty sure dog. I've been to kids' houses where they wouldn't flush the toilet. They just forget. Oh, god, I know it's Jesus, gross. Disgusting like little things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I just thought it was a fun thing to do about the flush the toilet rather than tidy your room or pick up your toys, which is boring. Mm. But flush the toilet, there's like... uh, We don't know if it was a number one or a number two. Uh, I know. uh, They don't say. pretty grim. (laughs) It's just a bit of weed. Honestly, if I was at someone's house and I walked into the toilet and a kid hadn't flushed it and I looked down and it was just bobbing there... I'd just be like, I, 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 I wouldn't feel comfortable going back to the dinner table. Right. I wouldn't feel comfortable. I'm so looking forward to this Airbnb in Austin. <laughs> oh my God, I never thought. I know. Yuck. He's gross, I by think... the way. Do you know that? No. Is he? I am not gross. Is he gross? Like a long time ago. Yeah. His like housework skills were so poor. People forget. Yeah, I lived with you and you yeah. did things so I didn't have to. <laughs> Oh my god! You just, you just got to them first. I mean, he flushed the toilet. In fairness, yeah, but yeah, and I'm never. I'm, I'll tell you off air what Vicky's weird thing was about the shower. <laughs> oh, I have heard this. Yeah. It's fine. Hey, did you just hear that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Even off air. Yeah. So anyway, Megan, she is truly part of the family, which in this family means you get attacked by next door's dog. How do you feel about this dog, Dewey? Uh, well, it's a great question. Uh, I. Initially, I wasn't, I mean, I, you know, I don't like any dog dying, but for the purpose of the plot, at this point, I'm not totally like, oh, that's awful that Dewey's dead. And, and does it make it better that this is very much a death off screen? Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. The mm. fact that it's done and it's done clinically, and it's just, you just see the dog dragged. However, I'll come to it in my change. The next portion of Dewey's off screen existence I think is a big fuck up in this movie. Oh, you think it's too upsetting? I ju- I, I, it is quite harrowing. I yeah. think. I think this movie. I, I, I'll go into it in the change because I did. I did so much digging about this, but I do think this movie makes a massive misstep uh, with the dog. I think it's brilliantly directed, though. Like Megan is doll-like because she's a doll, so she's not alive, defending herself, sort of, because she's not been activated yet. She's finding the little arrow, isn't she, for Katie? Mm. Katie is beside herself because her best friend is being killed by a dog. Mm. I, just, I thought it was really good. And yeah. is the film saying, now she's activated, like, now she's pissed off? Well, I there's think. that. I, I, I wasn't sure, because I wasn't sure when she's looking out of the window and she's looking at the helicopter and the, and the and butterfly, the and she seems to be sort of in quite a weird space at that point, but then you've got the electric <laughs> when the dog grabs yeah. her, and you're like, is that the That's is that the, the cause, or was she gonna go weird anyway? 
I think it's saying it's the cause right. that she just gets. She was curious about death, and being bitten by the dog makes her understand what it could be to die. Right. So she's like, now I'm on a rampage, sort of thing. Got you. Uh, let's have a short break. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. So, anyway, show Megan to the money people day. Um, <laughs> Why are they watching a demonstration in the Black Lodge from Twin Peaks? <laughs> or it's, in a sex club, I thought. It's the like, weirdest room. It's all yeah. red velvet. Why do like, they have that test lab like that? Like, presumably oh, you no, they have that. Watch, watching kids play, play with toys. toys. That's a real I've thing. I've got one yeah. of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we picked the Airbnb we did. Didn't yeah. we? <laughs> Next to a school. <laughs> the fucking iceberg extensions of Balham, it's just you. It's <laughs> some sort of dungeon. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyway. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Uh, so, Katie, she's upset about her mom. There's a look here that Megan gives to Gemma which I can't believe that this doll isn't real. Like, it's accusatory, it's upset, it's angry. It's like, how could you have let this happen, you rubbish mum? It's just so good. Like, you just don't mess with her. And then you've got a robot comforting a child and doing an amazing job. And Gemma should feel guilty. She's really taking her eye off the ball. And it, But it works for the film because 
Megan's offer to Katie is very specific to Megan. It's a very Megan thing to be able to do, which is you say the memory and I'll record it and then we'll never forget it. Mm. So Gemma could be allowed to think... Well, I couldn't have done that anyway, so I don't feel guilty about it. I think uh, Katie uh, is a fucking liar uh, because she is asked outright, where she's like, <laughs> I don't feel very well at the start of the day. And Alison, um, Gemma goes, I just want to check. Are you going to be okay yeah. for this really, really important presentation? But you don't have to do it. And she's like, no, I'll be all right. And then she's not <laughs> she's all right. She's under a lot of she pressure. almost fucks it up for she's Gemma. She's under a lot of pressure. And I think it's one of the worst things Gemma does in the film is not step in and stop it immediately when yeah. Katie's having a meltdown. Like, yeah. it's just, it's really bad. It is bad, but it is also good. Mm. People are allowed to change their minds, Alex. Come on. Yeah. Uh, what do we think about the Kurt uh, stealing Megan Files subplot? All it does, I wondered if this was one of the reshoots or the pickups or whatever. Every, everyone that Megan kills in this film's logic kind of deserves it. So Kurt doing the corporate espionage, Yeah, that's okay. his reason for being killed. Yeah, why does, <clears throat> why does um, Claire, her neighbour, Gemma's neighbour, die? Dog. The dog. She didn't control her dog. So right. in the film's it's quite logic, important. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the dog's quite a big deal. <laughs> is it? <laughs> the dog's quite a big deal. I, it is a big deal, and we'll we'll, we'll talk about it okay. in, in 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 more detail than you guys want to. So I feel like we're done. Uh, yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, there's a concern. So Katie can't be separated from. So Katie is Megan's primary user, but the phrase primary caregiver is a you know mm. is a thing. And so Megan is actually Katie's primary caregiver. And you, she can't be separated from. So Gemma has fucked up again. Mm, attachment theory. Yeah, yeah. She has that moment where Katie uh, just eats the bread of the pizza, and Gemma goes, "You don't just eat the bread; you got to eat the toppings too." I used to just eat the bread of and pizza puts, and put some vinegar on that <laughs> shit. Exactly. Of course, make I it swim. <laughs> used to scrape all the toppings off, even the cheese, everything. Did yeah. you just want? Did your mum not say you could just have toast? Just pizza <laughs> dough is tastier than just regular bread. Is it really? Mm. Yeah. What do you do now? Sometimes same. I'll just eat the crust same, same. and leave the centre. <laughs> I'll leave the delicious hot middle. <laughs> yep. You could feed it to Chris on holiday. What a nice couple you are. Oh, it's going to be perfect. <laughs> what a perfect trip. Perfect roommate. <laughs> anyway. Just let me finish the crust, Chris, and I'll bring you the rest. <laughs> Too carb heavy. Yeah, fine. You have the bread. <laughs> so, Gemma, to make amends, or kind of, so that Katie's socialised, sends Katie to forest school. So they don't call it that, but in the UK, that's called forest school. Is it called the Woodcraft Folk? What? No, Woodcraft Folk is uh, an after-school club that is also very forest-centric. Yeah, it's in a wood. It's in the woods. Right. So is forest school for kids who've got emotional issues, or is it... Well, you can, you're not allowed to not go to school in this country, but you, there is this thing called forest school, which is like a club and it's... Um... <laughs> you sp- you've said forest school a lot. Sorry, I'm just very triggered by forest schools because there's quite a lot of forest <laughs> schools near us in South East London and they're insanely expensive and it's just kids messing around in the woods, which they can do for free, PS. Right. But if you don't do that, it's like, do you send your kid to forest school? It's like, no, because it's £200 to make a mud pie, which they can do for free. And it's like, oh, it's just not good for them. And, then, and it, I was triggered by that. So, People okay. like Holly exist. Oh my god, she's perfect. Right. Perfect. Okay. The, the comedy in this is brilliant. Like when she's talking about Brandon and she's like, mm. so a high IQ often leads to challenging behaviour, so it kind of makes sense. It's like everybody knows a parent like that. I, and then I when thought he goes, it was great. Fuck off, Holly. Fuck off. <laughs> great. Oh, that's so good. Mm. I loved it. He's a right little shit. Though. He's unbelievable. Hey, great, great performance. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's yeah rapist in training. I would say. Mm. I do think it's. A, he did it's, say. He I did, did say, I did say mm. that. Didn't did. I? Yeah. yeah but I do think it's rapey, 
and that's okay. She's on the. F- I mean, he kneels between her legs, and then he's he's saying like, "You won't play with me," which is that version of that thing. Yep. Takes his shoes off. He takes her. Why does he take her shoe off? Because he's a fucking so she do. I thought they're going to do it. I thought he's going to pull her tights down. I, that's what I was waiting mm. for. I was like very scared. PG thirteen. I know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter because Megan's not going to have that. Uh, no. So she rips part of his ear off. Oh my god, it's she, so good. It, it, stretches, it stretches so far. <laughs> Maybe hungry for like a jelly baby or something. <laughs> yeah, and he can't believe it. And then this thing is called the well, you know this, the cobra rise. So she rises up just using her legs. Why would Alex know what a cobra rise is? Oh, because it's in the Matrix. It's in the Matrix and that's what they called it. I thought you meant in the real world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you can do that, no? You love yoga. He's going to practice it for Halloween. Come on. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're going (laughs) to love it. Apparently, it's really hard. He's going to start the dance with (laughs) a cobra rise. If I can't do that, you'll see me running around on all fours. (laughs) (laughs) None of us can do that. I can do that. Could you? You've got quite long limbs. Is that not a disadvantage? It reminded me of the way the apes move. An ape moves, but in um, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. It's very odd. I mean, everyone's justifying it by being like, she's referred to the form of a beast and she's a hunter hunting the prey. It's like, you just did it because the child can do it and it looks cool. It looks fucking great. It looks great. It's so scary. There's no reason why a doll would run on all fours that 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 meets the idea of doll, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, because you you expect her to do a kind of T-1000 run, like really aerodynamic. (laughs) There's lots of things that don't quite make sense, but it doesn't matter. Like, why? She doesn't have to be that strong. Yeah, why is she so very, very strong? It's a horror film. We need her to be strong. So she chases Brandon into the path of a car. In this film's logic, he deserves that, even though he's a child. But as you've mentioned, the I didn't best think I didn't think he was going to die. I really? couldn't remember. I thought, I've, I've seen it already. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get hurt. And, yep. you'll see. and then the fact that they're zipping up they're the zipping body bag. Mm. I was like, yes. wow. Yes, thank good. you. Good. But then that isn't, it does, this does come up later. Megan can read Katie's emotions. Yes. And so she's seeing, you see at the bottom, right of the screen and Katie looks at her and the, the, the shot on Megan is awesome where she's like watching the body bag and she can see that Katie feels guilty so I thought that was going to be the start of them falling out which is like oh we're not a team actually because if you feel guilty about that why do I no do I think I that moment is just there because that's the moment Gemma realises isn't it where oh, she's seeing yes. what, what Megan is aware of and what she's thinking I guess <laughs> or where she's looking and then as if I don't love this girl enough already she sings Titanium mm. beautifully right. so, so I Katie wasn't, the, the, I wasn't so what I'd seen that trailer, but I hadn't paid too much attention to it because I don't like having stuff spoiled for me. Um, the things I weren't expecting by in this film were the fashion yeah, and the fact that it's a musical. Yeah. I did not know going into this, this was a musical. And this is the moment. It's just like, what the fuck? And also, I love it. It's so good. It's such please, a hard... Please sing that song to me. Have you ever tried to sing it at karaoke? Because I have, and it's hard as balls. No. I mean, well, it I seems hard. You, I don't you, think I need to try to see Don't say it. no, because we have no memory of what any of us sang. I might have some videos. I might have some no, videos. No, you said you deleted them. <laughs> That's collateral. Delete yeah. the files. <laughs> um, no, it, I mean, you don't need to be at karaoke to know that Sia's titanium is hard to sing. I thought, I do. Okay. I thought, I know she's incredible, but I was like, you could have a go. You actually can't. No. That chandelier, it's impossible. No, They're all yeah, impossible. Again, again, I would say one listen, I'm like, yeah, that's probably quite hard to really, sing. Really, really hard. And not even in a fun karaoke, just in no. a, like, turn it off, sit down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that Pavarotti, I could do that as well. What are you talking about? 
off. Megan, uh, she's got a taste for killing, so mm. the neighbour gets it. Fine. No, Celia needs to Claire. be there. I called her Claire earlier, but doesn't, no one was listening. It doesn't matter. I... Celia's just one of those characters, isn't she? Yeah, and it's not scary. She sprays her to death with chemicals. You don't yeah. see it. It's yeah. fine. She is, she's wandering through the streets with a bowl of food oh, in the middle yeah. of the night shouting her dead dog's name. Yeah, it's very, it is upsetting. Mm. Um... To be continued. Should have, should, if she'd fixed the fence, none of this would have happened. So that's all I'm saying. And they set up the chemicals at the start. They very much like, do. It's like, stop spraying my drive with chemicals. Oh, sorry. So, yeah. She's I been... mean, you say if they'd fixed the hole, but I mean, the arrow was at the other side of the fence. So Megan would have had to walk round onto that property if she was going to retrieve the arrow. And at that point, she's on the dog's property. And then you're allowed to kill people there are you I suppose over there you are are you like yeah sorry different yeah. rules over there yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that we're going to be in Texas soon mate in America oh and you allowed to kill yeah. someone if they're on your property I do whatever you know. want Americans I love you I'll see you soon <laughs> sorry Americans I, I especially genuinely, Texans I don't know I'm asking don't fuck with Texas guys I love queso <laughs> queso queso and that love cases of queso so uh, now Gemma forces Tries to force, does force Megan off. Look at this pen, switches her off. It's, that's very scary. Um, Katie... <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite good. Hey, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotcha. So Katie goes bananas because you've just killed the only thing she loves in the whole world. You are a monster. Um, I love this bit where it's like the live stream has to happen so that, and then David's doing the video, so that Megan can help thousands of kids, even the ones without dead parents. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? really funny. Leaning into this. It's so weird. Um, Megan's in the harness. This stuff about her being plugged, essentially she's plugged into the mainframe is ridiculous. But it's okay because you do need to go up to to physically unplug her. The internet is a thing. I don't buy any of that, but that's just my particular tech yeah. issue thing. Yeah, I mean, sort of her skill set is gone beyond sort of just AI now. She can intercept phone calls and impersonate people perfectly. But she, the thing, I is, guess that's well, AI I, does. Yeah, sorry, that's how mate. It's fun. our computers listening to us all the time, and uh, at least someone is. <laughs> Where's that come from? But actually, it, uh, honestly, I think they just give us figures, and I think it's I think it's our it's our production company. It's oh just my god, on. what a long game that is! Imagine yeah. it like yeah. next year they're like, you yeah. do know, yeah. you fucking idiot. It's the ultimate punked. <laughs> like, so that's why the winners of the thing is always like it's Russ and it's someone, yeah, and it's like just bots, ten people all are listening. bots on Twitter. It's uh, yeah, but uh, I bet those ten people really like f- it. Five hundred email suggestions for Fanuary. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just so saying. True. All from stuck.com. <laughs> <laughs> that was the clue, Chris. That was the clue. They, they were all from Nikki. <laughs> she worked so hard yep. for us. She's got so many aliases. <laughs> anyway, uh, Gemma's colleagues, Tess and Cole, they get a bit blown up, but not very blown up. So you know they're probably going to be fine, which is, yeah. I, I mean, I was a bit like, nah, okay. Well, they're not villains, but are they? But they don't deserve to die. No. no. Oh, um, whereas Celia's a fucking yes, villain. Yes! No. In the logic of the film. Right, so then she, Megan, she sees David. Now, you said this, and Chris gave you a weird look, but I was about to say the same thing. She dances towards David. We've talked about that. Can I just can I, can I add something about that? Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah it's not... Um, so I heard Akila Cooper being asked, uh, where did the dance come from? She said, well, it wasn't, didn't come from me. No. She said, we had a long corridor to fill, <laughs> which I think is really funny. And she said, Jared Johnson had a dream yeah. where he saw Megan doing a, that dance. So mm. literally, you know, I love the way that's, we, we've literally got to get her from here to here. Oh, What's the most interesting way we can do that? Well, I had a dream of her dancing. Bang, we've got the iconic scene from the movie. Everything but works. You were going to say, you agree though, she's leaning into the fun side of, 
like terrifying David before she kills him and also looking forward to Confu- killing him. Confusing him as well, though. She's confusing him as well yeah. because when you see a robot girl do that, you're, n- you're watching it. You're sort of transfixed. Sure. Yes. And then she grabs a guillotine. Is that what it is? Yes. Because yeah, it's right. on a photocopier. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. I suppose because it's a very TikTok dance, like that particular dance is a very TikTok. You know when TikTok was kind of first new and all people did was like, I'm dancing in my supermarket, I'm dancing at work or whatever, whatever. Mm. And it's weirdly hypnotic, even though I, it's I, not. I've never looked at TikTok, so I don't know, but I'll take your word like, for it. We were on TikTok. I don't, maybe we, Are we still? I'm afraid. Yes, Chris. I've reached my peak of social media. Do you know what? You're fine. You've done enough. I just can't. I can't spend any more time scrolling Threads. mindlessly through <laughs> fucking video after video after video. It kills me. It does. I'm, it kills I'm, your soul. I'm, I'm watching my life ebb away, like yeah. second by second on fucking TikTok. And there isn't enough time. Mm. Okay. All right. No, good. Good for no, you. Sorry. I just really had to get off my chest. No. So you should. I'm really. This really... is hundred percent the space for it. I, I, res- I respect. Just after you do the bit where you tell people to go to the socials. Yeah. Definitely. So anyway, she kills Kurt. Like we said, this movie justification. Kurt was doing espionage. So well, anyway. and also she gets away with it because it'll be like revenge. She, yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's setting. She's setting people up. Exactly. Uh, so then she goes home, uh, pissed off. I love the fact that she can just drive the car. I think that's great. Um, and then she offers to parent Katie. No, first she plays the piano. Oh, yeah, she does. And did you guys recognise the song? No. I have the seven inch of it. What is it? It's really clever. It's Martika. Do you remember Martika? No. No. Top three hit with a song called Toy Soldiers. Oh. So it works thematically. Is it a mini piano? Is it a full-size piano? I think it's a full-size. Yeah. Okay, so Gemma's got a full-size piano, but nothing else. Yeah, she's got like a, she's got one of those flats that if you walked in, it looks perfect. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, uh, it's an IKEA. Well, it's not it's, IKEA, but like one of those you'd see in a store. It's, it's a, a Patrick. Home. It's a Patrick Bateman. Bateman yes, flat. Ah, oh, that's a nice. Yeah. That's a lovely reference. Nailed it. That makes perfect sense. So the thing is, where I am emotionally in this film is in love with Megan. Yes. So when she says to Katie, uh, to Gemma rather, you uh, you love your career. You know why can't you have that? You know why not? And I've got this. Like mm. I I know what's best for her. I'm going to be there for her. Yeah. I'm going to show her what real love looks like. It's true. Oh, brutal. Yeah, Megan. brutal. Absolutely brutal. Mm. But the trouble is, Gemma's up for being a mom now. Um, do you know what I think it's like because work's a bit tricky at the moment she's like well you can't have it all so I'll be a mum instead of a career or is, is, is a maternal instinct kicking in yes that's what we're supposed it, to it's all, this is also the point where Gemma goes yeah but you killed people and Megan's best line is oh big whoop <laughs> Accused of killing people. Yeah, she's what? not done yeah. anything wrong. She's just following her directives. Although, actually, yeah, I don't <laughs> think killing David and Kurt is, is following her directives. Uh, is but it? isn't there something that isn't there, doesn't someone say? Tell Gemma admits to sort of not putting certain things in place. She's to get, bad. Yeah, she, yeah, like, yeah, oh, you didn't put parental yeah. control. She did she's a, like, oopsie. Yeah. She did a rush job on this, and then it's <laughs> killing people. On this the most is, powerful AI the world has ever seen. And this is why she is actually responsible for every single death in this movie. Yes, I agree. Um, so. Gemma, when she says, Gemma, you're exhausting, I love that. Uh, but then Megan turns out to be not waterproof, and I don't love that at all. So mm. Gemma flings a glass of something at her or whatever, and her head like fizzes because mm. that disrupts her circuitry, sure. and she freezes. I hate that. I absolutely hate it. There are other ways of doing that. Then they fight. Megan threatens Gemma with that pen thing to put her into palliative care, which is dark, but I like that. <laughs> I like and that. then the ungrateful bitch, not my words... Megan's words 
Katie then smashes Megan with Bruce mm-hmm. and stabs the greatest friend anyone could ever have through the head. Yes. And yep. that is just sadness. But it's fine because Megan's in the Alexa, I yep. think. And that is the end of the film. Yeah, I mean, the the end should be Gemma being cuffed and bundled into the back of a yeah, police car. You killed dog. your neighbour yeah. in, a, in a grudge against the dog. Uh, right, so any more? Well, there was the alternate ending. Oh, what's that? That we should talk about. Uh, it actually sounds quite similar to Child's Play, having watched them back to back. Gerard Johnston's told Variety, uh, they had this battle with Bruce and there was going to be one more part of it where they thought they'd got away and Bruce essentially... They leave the workshop where they had this big battle and they hear a ka-chunk and it's Bruce's head being thrown. And then through the smoke of the doorway, Megan emerges just as a disembodied torso and Bruce is holding her from behind and clomping along the corridor. (laughs) He said it was great and I was in love with it, but we couldn't do it for a number of practical reasons. We tried to shoot that version. The physics just didn't work out. Logistical things. Uh, So that's why we ended up doing the version we did. But I love the version we, we, we tried and thought that was a cool idea. So, yeah? Yeah. All right, then uh, let's do the bit. So, what's your best scene, Chris? The dance. <laughs> yeah. I know. Sorry. You? Uh, special mention to Megan running on all fours, uh, chasing Brandon down and ripping off his ear, but hands down, the dance without a doubt. Oh, I love the dance, but I haven't picked it. Good, uh, because I think I feel it, I feel stupid doing it. I just loved it. I, yeah, I, it, makes, so I, it, made me, it makes me actually giggle with joy yes. when I see that scene. Yeah. yeah. I've picked the all fours crawl when the whole setup of like the forest school skewering the parents who can't see that their child is a nightmare. Gemma's so over it, and I like it makes me like her, which is good. Gets me through the rest of the story, still liking her, and just the setup of it, and then the all fours chase. I just think it's I liked it. Mm. Uh, your MVW, Alex. Uh, so this is all about Megan for me. Uh, I think you mentioned it already, both of you at some level, but it's everyone involved in Megan mm. uh, from the special effects team. Uh, but really uh, the physical performance of Amy Donald as Megan and, and the vocal performance of Jenna Davis uh, as the voice of Megan. I think those two things combined with the effects work, she's just... It's 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 been a while since I've seen a brand new horror icon just like arrive fully formed mm. on screen, and Megan is that thing. I think she's brilliant. And you? Uh, the most valuable ever is the dance. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true, isn't it? Yep. That's like a hundred million dollars right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine is also Amy Donald and Jenna Davis as Megan. Also, Megan herself. I think she's a great friend. I really do. Yeah, <laughs> she's the hero, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she is. Film. Uh, what would you change, Chris? Okay. Hear me out here. In a post credit scene, we see that Kurt has sent the Megan blueprints to rival toy manufacturer, BZ. <laughs> Played oh by God. John Lithgow again. Shared universe. <laughs> He's come back from space. The scene, the scene ends with him entering a dark lab and turning on his first living doll, a boy called M3L. Mel. <laughs> In the sequel, uh, M3L gets an M3 Sire complex and tries to take over the world. Our only chance of survival is to resurrect m 3 Gun, who now becomes the franchise hero. Fantastic. Oh, that's good. Uh, well, I also think, alternatively, in a sequel, I can see the toy industry explaining away these deaths. Yeah. And in, in, in Megan 2.0, uh, there'll be an army of Megans in homes all over the America Oh, yeah, I should have said there is a sequel out in January 25. Mm. What's your change? Okay, come with me on this. So, I'm not going to argue for the dog not dying. It's important for the movie. I just really need them to have made the neighbour Celia 
less sympathetic. Like, I really feel this movie does share some sort of tonal DNA with Gremlins, and I think Celia should be this movie's Mrs. Deagle, the woman who dies on the stairlift in Gremlins, and... Someone you just want to see die. Uh, I, I mean, I'd actually go so far as to say it spoils this movie for me because um, Megan punching down who she kills is fine. Happens to the babysitter in Child's Play. But a lonely woman who collects Victorian prams and her only friend is a dog and then she loses her dog and she can't cope with the loss of her dog to the point where she's walking through the streets at night with a bowl of food calling her dead dog's name. It's just so awful. It's just really, really tragic and sad. And I was certain Akila Cooper does not own a dog to the point that I went looking on her Instagram. I just wanted to see, because I'm like, it's just such a strange thing, because so, so much else she's written in this movie is spot on. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, this is this is such a, a really... It's just sad. It's a sad thing in another way. Yeah, well, stop scary. letting your dog try and kill a little girl next door. It's not that. I don't... It's I, evil. No, it's not that. It's uh, it's fine, but they make Celia more evil. Like, she doesn't give a fuck. Can don't I have her. Question? Don't have her tragic story, yes. How long did you spend stalking this woman's family? I only had to scroll dog? down three rows. she's got a dog. No. She said, she, I hate dogs. She doesn't not have... She do, doesn't only not have a dog. She's got a fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> she's a cat person. <laughs> Cat person. And that sir. is all the evidence yes. I need. It done. Case closed, Your Honour. Cat person <laughs> wrote this, so doesn't understand the relationship between owner and dog. It's too sad and it spoils the fucking movie. Otherwise, I love this movie. Okay. Thank you for that. It's all right. My Apologies to stalking your Instagram, Akila. <laughs> it's so a public cool. forum. I know, but it's just weird, isn't it? You no, shouldn't do it. You're not on it. You don't know. That's I don't what know everyone the rules. does. Yeah, exactly. I don't know the rules. This is why you have to have an opinion on everything, even though you've never done it in your life. <laughs> you've never stalked anyone in your life. You've got to have an opinion on it. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> How do you know what it's like to stalk an innocent it's, woman? It's, this is my story. They like this it. is my narrative. <laughs> that's so funny. It's a game. That's making me cry. That sounds like that's something you've wanted to say to me for a really long time. <laughs> I can take it. I know. I know. And I am sorry. Let me tell you how Instagram works. <laughs> Says person who's never been on Instagram. Don't have to have an opinion on everything. Do you want to know what it's like having a dick? <laughs> what? How do you know? How do you know? Let me tell you, it's like being a man in 2023, you dick. <laughs> okay. I've hurt you, I know that. I don't, I don't think I know, What's your change? It's a bit like Chris's, but it's not as good. <laughs> so, I would like, uh, some film ends, and then post-credit thing, a secret room in the toy company that even Gemma didn't know about, maybe, and we pan towards a thing, a terrifying-looking thing under a cloth near a computer, and then it's Megan 2.0, but you don't see her, it comes to life. Like The... Um, the Megan Bean in the Alexa is not scary. It's just cute. So. Yeah, it's, I mean the stuff with Kirk obviously goes nowhere, which is quite annoying. Yeah, and it and it, but it is there for to set up the sequel. So I find that a little bit that sort of dangling. Yeah. Who, who was he working for and what was he up to? Yeah, uh, that's think. it. We're done. I just want to clarify yeah. I, I, about the dog thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've, I think I'm reacting because we've had so much dog death on this show have, recently. Yeah. With Planet Terror, dog dies. To kill a mockingbird, dog dies. A time to kill, dog almost dies. Megan, another dog dies mm, we're so, doing Marley and Me next week excellent <laughs> cool. I haven't seen it but hope the dog survives me neither so uh, spoiler <laughs> okay good oh yeah it's me fuck
It's time for the verdict. Ah, nice one now. You got that. Yeah, I got it. Seamless. So supportive. Seamless. <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. <laughs> All right, so. We're team. We're team. You wouldn't, like, why would not pick on him? <laughs> just for the pause. Why would you do that? <laughs> so awful. That doesn't, that doesn't engender good podcasting. It's going to be great living with you for a week. <laughs> uh, right then, so. Uh, Vicky, let's go with you. Okay, here we go. So, Child's Play is legendary, obviously. But I think Megan is a better villain. I think she's a better size. I think she's more of a threat. But she won't haunt me in the way that Chucky has for quite a lot of my life. And I was nearly going to say, uh, she won't catch the zeitgeist like Chucky did. But she did, didn't she? Because she did. <laughs> the TikTok dance is its own thing. So it's really super close. So I think that, I think Megan is funnier has a bit more to say. I do think that will date it because I think this idea that screen time is bad for kids will disappear in the sands of time. You hope. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to feel guilty every fucking day of my life. Uh, but I just found it more satisfying than Child's Play. Even though the Child's Play cooked head scene is one of the scariest things I've seen for ages. But I just liked Megan more. So, it, Megan. Okay. Okay, that's one for Megan. Oh, Chris Tilly. Um, oh man, I've not, I've not got one. I've not got one. It's tough this week. It really is. I love both these films. I really do. Um, I think, oh gosh, Megan might be a better movie, but there's something about Chucky. My love for Chucky. I don't know if I'm being influenced by my, my history with Chucky and everything that's come since, but I love that character. I love the performance and ask me this in 20 years time about Megan and Chucky, but now I'm going to go for Child's Play because that's where my heart really is. Okay. So Child's Play is showing its age. Mm. I hate having the deciding vote when it's a really close one and it yeah, is. So I'm glad I don't. Uh, it's showing its age. But Dura's performance on screen and vocally uh, helped create a horror icon and it's actually scary as well. The horror is proper horror at moments in Child's Play. But I love Megan. I, I, I love it. I think a new horror icon has arrived mm. in Megan. I think it's brilliant. I think it could be scarier, but I forgive it because it's funny. I mean, oh, big whoop and being mm. told you've murdered people is such a great line. And on a different day, I might forgive Megan. But as I said, the death of that dog is fine. The tragic scenes with the owner walking round Celia and that bowl, it spoilt the movie for me because it's a sad part in an otherwise brilliant movie and it just doesn't need to be there. And I don't think that's just a dog owner talking. I really think it's a misstep. So on that note, Child's Play is my vote as well. Child's Play, therefore is our winner. I know Chris is going to go, that wasn't a good reason, in the pub, but that is my reason. It's my vote. How can he read my mind? It's because my fucking face is too expressive. Yep. All it needed was one I little look side like, a, like that. I was I, like... I look like I've just I, smelled a fart. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get chewed out for that <laughs> over a beer. Uh, but nevertheless, it's my vote, and it's my vote, and it's my vote, so that's the vote. We have a winner. It is Child's Play. But of course, as always, if you think we got it wrong, or we got it Right, do jump on our Twitter at ClashPod when the poll goes up and have your vote. Right then, next week, what was the clue you gave us? 
uh, acting the hero. Acting the hero. So what is the pairing we are doing next week? Uh, Three Amigos and Tropic Thunder. I didn't check where they are. Sorry, that's terrible of me. They're all over the place. They're fine. They're They're famous. famous. They're all over the place. That is your pairing for next week. That is your homework. Three Amigos is what we're going to be talking about on Monday. Then Tropic Thunder on Thursday. And that's us done. In the meantime, uh, please do subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your pods if you haven't done so already. And we'll speak to you on Monday talking to Three Amigos. Have a lovely weekend. Bye-bye. Clash of the Titles is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.